0: Welcome back to Dream Space. I'm your host, Kira, and today's episode I will be chatting to a longtime friend. We'll be talking all things from growing up around the world, how that's affected her, as well as things adulting, her future plans, and things that involve backpacking and traveling to different countries. I'm really excited, so let's jump right in. Hi Madison. Hello. <laughs> This is crazy, because I think the last time we talked to each other was, was it last summer when we did like the Henley reunion thing? It was, it must have
1: been two years ago, because they canceled it last year, remember? And I was so upset because I was so excited to go, because last time I was underage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I was so excited to go last year, and then everything got canceled. Mm -hmm. So it's been like probably two years now.
0: Yeah, it's been, that's crazy. Wait, so can you remind me, how old are you now?
1: now I'm 19
0: well that's so you are oh yeah so you were seven wait so really so you're 17 18
1: yeah well how old are you because you're a little bit I'm younger, 18
0: right? we've been basically <laughs> what you can say like childhood friends you're slightly older yeah. than me so you've known me since I was born basically
1: basically
0: yeah which is crazy our dads are like best friends from rowing
1: yeah, that's how, that's how most of our, our my, that's how most of my British friends are.
0: Yeah, boats. that's no, all the connection. It's yeah, all. Yeah, did you
1: ever get into rowing?
0: I've never gotten into rowing, no. Okay, I've been in a boat once, and I'm not going to lie, it was not a fun experience. I it's, didn't enjoy it.
1: Yeah, it's scary your first time because the boat, you realize that the boat only balances because of you. Like, you're literally just sitting in, like, a shell on the water. <laughs> it's so easy. Yeah and it feels like when you first
0: start that's so funny yeah no and I was like okay despite being a dancer I found the coordination of it so awkward I don't know what it was I just like could not get the rhythm of it and I was like no this isn't for me sorry parents it's still, no
1: it's so unnatural at first
0: could mm-hmm. you because you got into rowing a little bit didn't you
1: yeah, my parents ran a rowing team like, close to like where I lived, mm-hmm. um, like back home. And I live at like two hours away from there now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but me and all my friends did it. And my dad was my coach. And- oh,
0: that's kind of fun, though. That's kind of yeah. fun. <laughs> that's fun. Um, So I kind of want to just dive straight in and talk a little bit about something that I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like we have a conversation almost every time we see each other. That's kind of talking about how much we appreciate the fact that we've gotten to see so much of the world and I think we both can agree that we like to travel and we like kind of change and we've experienced we've experienced a lot of change in our lives I mean especially you and that's why I want to have this conversation with you because I mean if we go back to the very beginning you were born in the UK um, and I believe you moved to Beijing is that right so Tell me a little bit about that. So what age were you when you moved to Beijing? What was that like?
1: So I must have been nine or 10. I think at that time, it was like in 2010. We I I think I got there. It's confusing because we flew there like on a New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. So it's like hard to get the years right in my head. But I must have been nine or 10. It was a pretty crazy experience. I remember when I was younger, like I think I was really, really ready for the change at that time, like just as mm-hmm. much as my parents were. Mm-hmm. I remember just being super excited about it, and um, it was so cool. Like when we got there, it was like a whole new world. We had gone to visit it before to look at places to live. Um, I mean, it was definitely a crazy adjustment. I think, like, the first things I remember is just, like, the different landscape. Like, Beijing is such a huge city. Mm -hmm. And I kind of remember in London feeling very, like, you know, you kind of know, like, the the street you live on, like, how to get to your school, where you take the train to, and, like... Mm -hmm. Even now in Beijing, it's, like, so hard for me to make a map of how I would get to school, like, where the places mm-hmm. you go to on the weekends. Like, it's just a huge place. And it was really cool. Like, the school I went to was an international school. So I was kind of surrounded by kids from all over the place. I had a friend from Kuwait, a friend from yeah. Italy, a friend from Finland. Yeah. And that's really where I kind of – I think I would you know, I, I would kind of give the most credit for, like, the mindset I've got about the world from Beijing and the school I went to there.
0: Mm-hmm. And if I remember correctly, the school you went to was also, it was IB, wasn't it, as well?
1: Yeah, so it was, like, English speaking.
0: Yeah, that's that's really interesting that you bring up, like, being able to meet people from all all over the world, because I think that brings, like you said, like, such a different perspective, yeah. and I mean, so, so did you not necessarily feel like almost like the new kid because there were so many people from so many different places like did was there kind of a feeling of like whoa this is all a new place for all of us a little bit or did you still kind of because yeah I just I couldn't wrap my head like so you're were nine, ten years old
1: yeah
0: like Beijing yeah is different than the UK like it must have been so different but do you think because you were surrounded by other people that were from different places you were able to kind of
1: Yeah, it's funny. Um, it's definitely a weird dynamic going to an international school, especially when, you know, like all your friends are just the kids of other expats. And Mm so no one really sticks around for that long. I think I had one or two friends who actually made it all the way to graduating from that school. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, like, you're, you're kind of fairly new, but there's always new people coming. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, it's not like you get a new kid, like, once every few years. There's always people leaving, always people coming, mm-hmm. you know, like, you have friends who are going to live there for six months, people who don't know how long they're going to be there for. Um one thing though that was kind of weird was that I was like the only british kid there. Oh
0: really? Yeah.
1: And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was so pale compared to everyone else. I was like a ghost. And um a lot of my friends the english was their second language. So they couldn't really understand me with my mm-hmm. british accent. Okay. And so that's why I'm american now mm-hmm. and no one in america believes that I'm
0: british. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, no cuz the accent, I mean the accent gets everyone. I feel like people are either like I have no clue what you're saying. Or they're like obsessed with it. And they're like, "Oh my god, I love your accent."
1: Yeah, exactly. Or like, yeah. and then everyone starts like mocking you. And I just remember being like, "Okay, this is kind of
0: cool." Like,
1: mm-hmm. I got a little attention from it, but then it just got annoying really fast.
0: No, you, even I remember that moving. Um, I mean, I was a lot, a lot younger than like ten years old. I think I was like four when I moved to Canada. But even like with my little accent, I remember like grade one, grade two, like immediately trying to like not like immediately trying to change it, but like. People, uh, yeah, I got old. After a while, people coming up to you and being like, oh my God, I love your accent. Like, da, da, da. Yeah. or, you know, I still call things differently than what, I don't know if you still do this, but there's some words that have stuck with me still. Like, I don't know. Like I say like wash bag instead of toiletry okay. bag. You, yes. Like, I don't know. Yeah, me,
1: I don't say like trainers mm-hmm. instead of like tennis shoes. Yeah. And like, I get confused about, Color like in which country is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, is it oh? And like using Z's instead of S's and like Mm -hmm. real life.
0: And and I still spell, I don't know if you just, but I still spell mom like M U M instead of M O M.
1: Yeah, but I call my mom mom, but if I write it, it's M U M. Same,
0: same. I do that. (laughs) I've gotten that marked wrong before on something because she was like, That's not how you spell mom. And I was like, Okay, sorry, that's how I spell it. Um, I
1: always get color marked wrong, yeah. (laughs) can't,
0: can't. <laughs> um so I know we kind of already touched on this but I'm curious like what were two like lifestyle changes between the UK and Beijing like was it kind of you already kind of touched on like the traveling a little bit but if you don't like mind explaining a little bit like what like your homes were like like did you live in a house in Beijing or was it more of that kind of like apartment kind of like yeah what yeah. was yeah what was that like
1: in an apartment complex it was actually pretty interesting um because London, definitely, at least the part that I was living in, and like, I'm sure you're kind of familiar with this too, mm-hmm. is really just like a bubble, like it's mm-hmm. kind of just a whitewash, like, there's, there was just a lot of privilege, like where mm-hmm. I was coming from. And the apartment complex that we lived in was also, you know, like, it was pretty wealthy, like there was a lot of people from other countries there, a lot of white people, not that many Asian people. And it was just kind of like the area we were living in was kind of just like a hub for expats, Mm -hmm. but right across the street was people who were living between like three walls, you know, with like a tarp on top. And that for me was the first time I think, as a kid, that I really experienced seeing the world like that firsthand, you Mm -hmm. know, because you learn about it in school and like you see pictures of it, but it was literally right across the street for me. So it's something I kind of, I felt like I had to get comfortable with very fast it was kind of something like you're just looking at it straight in the face and like at a very young age it's a really crazy realization to come to that there's people who live life in such a different way from you mm-hmm. when it's literally like right outside of your window, you know? Yeah. So that was a big change. And also, um, the apartment complex that we lived in was really big. It must have had like five or six buildings. And there was like a little store in one of the buildings at the bottom that we go buy our groceries from, um, and a little playground in the middle. And that was kind of the first time I ever really had the freedom to go and, like, knock on my friend's door to ask them to play because in London, you know, like, you couldn't leave the house by yourself, and I lived right on the high street, so, like, I was never even getting across the street, you know, so that was was definitely the first time I really had, like, some freedom, and I got to go and hang out with my friends all the time, and it was definitely a big change in that sense, just the community we were living in, Mm -hmm. you know, was a culture shock, yeah.
0: So do you think because of that, you kind of gained some independence at a younger age a little bit, like being able to have that community set up? Do you, yeah, did you find that you could kind of, that you almost grew up, I don't want to say grew up a little faster, because I don't know, maybe that's not the right way to put it, but something kind of like that a little bit?
1: Yeah, I think that definitely had a lot to do with it. Um, I mean, I think as a little kid, I definitely was a little more independent. I remember like... I think I was really excited to move to China for a change because I always kind of felt like the oddball mm. in school. Like I, I had an eye patch on, like, if, yeah, I'm blind in one eye. So I had to wear an eye patch for like a lot of my childhood. And I always had like sinus infections. so I always had a runny nose. So I was just like a weird kid, you know, like the awkward <laughs> in my favor. And I just remember always kind of feeling like an outsider. And like, I had my few friends, but I think I had to kind of learn to be comfortable like by myself really early on and that kind of pushed me to become more sure of myself mm-hmm. so the chain to China I think definitely kind of pushed me into that a lot more like I got to really kind of explore a new world new people like get to figure out kind of what I liked who, what people perceive me as that was kind of a big thing like yeah in England you're in the same class every year I you know with like, the I same
0: would- people yeah
1: people and I think that like the new environment and like having that freedom really, really pushed me to into more finding myself and that definitely, you know, made a huge difference in the person I am now.
0: Yeah. And, and so fast forward, you, you then, at what age did you move to the States? Because I think that's another thing like to bring up is, so you kind of got settled a little bit in Beijing and you've had all those experiences and then kind of, I don't know if it was all of a sudden, but then the idea gets proposed to you that, okay, now we're going to move somewhere else that again is completely different than the UK, completely different to Beijing. I mean, I have a few questions about if you found similarities between all three, but tell us, yeah, let's go from there. Like, what was it like then moving to the States? And was it North Carolina is where you moved?
1: Yeah. So we moved to North Carolina from Beijing after living in Beijing for, I think it was like, a year and a half to two years mm-hmm. um and it was really sudden like none of my friends this was kind of you know before we had phones yeah. like we would use, uh skype and like i had an ipod but there was no way to communicate with anyone over it and um, there's also no social media really back then mm-hmm. so i remember like my none of my friends knew that i had left until school started wow because i had yeah. of them over skype but then school started again and i wasn't there because i found out that i was leaving in the middle of summer So it was it was pretty sudden. But um, the nice thing was when we moved to North Carolina, we had family really close by, which Mm -hmm. I had never experienced before, because in the UK, my grandparents, I think, were like a five hour drive away and we would just see holidays and like they would come on the weekend sometimes. But um, in the U.S., my cousins, who I was really close with, and I still am, just lived down the street from me. So that was really nice. Like, we kind of instantly had a community. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think even more so in the U.S., I got to kind of experience that freedom, like living in a neighborhood, you know, just being able to walk to see your friends and, like, everyone's houses and, like, schools only so far away. And riding the school bus was a crazy change. So yeah, that was, that was awesome. I really enjoyed like that first summer living
0: here. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I think it's so cool that you in your life and in your kind of childhood and growing up, you really have experienced three completely different ways of life and three completely different like styles of living and explain a little bit of what kind of, yeah. Where is it? Did you live in like a town in North Carolina? How's it like, what was kind of that community community? Like I vaguely remember you describing like when we were in Brighton was it like two yeah two years ago I kind of vaguely are you kind of describing it like with churches and am I right where yeah, so many churches yeah <laughs> yeah so explain a little bit what that you know completely different from Beijing again yes. what yeah what was that like
1: so this was the first time i wasn't living in like a city ever mm-hmm. so it's just like a ton just like a crap ton of houses that all look the same yeah. and there's like so like big like nice roads with like trees and plants everywhere and it's so green and like you got all four seasons it's so hot in the summer cold in the winter yeah. um and it's just basically like a bunch of neighborhoods that are all pretty much the same mm-hmm. um And I think like the just the biggest difference was from a city was just like the space everywhere. And like you can see for so far and like it's just so the place where I live in North Carolina is very like clean and like maintained Mm -hmm. and like the HOA fees are really high. So it's (laughs) like just a completely different vibe from London and Beijing.
0: Mm -hmm. Do you, so I'm curious, do you prefer, is there a place that you out of all three that you prefer or that you yeah answer that first and then I'll ask another question but yeah is there a place you prefer or they're also different so maybe you can't
1: yeah it's kind of hard I remember when I was kind of probably in middle school like 13 14 15 really wishing that I that we could move back to England Mm -hmm. because um, in North in America, like you don't get your license until you're 16, mm-hmm. which is pretty early compared to other countries. But you we don't have any public transportation in North Carolina, really. Yeah. And I remember seeing my friends in London, like, you know, going into London for the day, like going into the city or like being able to yeah. take the bus by themselves places. And I was really craving that freedom at that time. But now that I'm older, I think I'm really grateful for moving to North Carolina. And because I just I think now like in retrospect I can kind of see the way in which I've you know the way that it's affected me as a person and you can kind of compare about like wow I wonder what would be different about myself mm-hmm. if I went back to England oh you I know? ask like, yeah so many things that I didn't experience so yeah I ask- I, love, I really love America <laughs> no yeah
0: I ask the same questions like I remember and I'm still a little bit like this but like always being like oh like I kind of wish at one point we moved back to the UK just to know what that would have been like or or even if we hadn't have moved like what would I have been like and I even going back to the first thing you said like looking at like my friends um in England they're like social media like there is a part of me that's like oh it looks so fun like going into the city and like that sort of thing very
1: different I mean and it's hard because there's good things about everywhere like I it's hard to because it also kind of feels like I was three different people like I lived three completely different lives yeah. and it's like none of them really you know flowed into the other one like it was all very like big changes sudden like a whole new environment and none of them it's kind of like apples to oranges you know I think there's good and bad things about everywhere but I'm like grateful for every part of it in every place
0: yeah so do you think I don't know I'm curious like so do you think you know where you'd want to end up like is that is like are you are you someone that like you because as a kid you experience moving to a bunch of different places you kind of want to continue doing that into your um adulthood like is that something that yeah you want to kind of keep trying places and we'll get into your backpacking and traveling in a second but I first yeah I'm just curious staying on the topic of these three specific places you set, do you see yourself going back to any of them or staying in the states
1: yeah it's interesting I um right before COVID, unfortunately, I was getting this like itch to go back to China and yeah. like just kind of see what it was like. Cause I was starting to realize I was becoming kind of unfamiliar with like what my life was like there just cause it's been so mm-hmm, long.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so we'll see when that can happen again. I mean, I definitely see myself moving back to England at some point. Um, it's hard to think about like what I would do when I, if I have a family, Yeah. if I would kind of give them the same experience in the same way, I know that I would want my kids to kind of, you know, get a taste for somewhat of I was like fortunate enough to have Mm -hmm. just seeing the world because I know that it really makes the world feel so much more familiar and Mm -hmm. so much smaller um but I don't know if I would you know like that far down the road be like relocating my kids across borders it's it's so hard to say I know I'd love to give them a similar experience and I I could see myself you know moving long term somewhere Mm -hmm. else um yeah England like somewhere in Europe yeah I feel like Awesome.
0: yeah so do you think like maybe share one or two things that you think you've gained from living in these different places compared to someone who has only lived in one place their whole life and I mean there's nothing wrong with people that do spend their whole life in one place but I definitely think there's so much value and it's so important that you do see other countries and that you do even if it's just for like a couple weeks like go leave like wherever you're from like what's something that, yeah that you think you've gained and just experience from being able to be in different places compared to someone who's maybe stayed somewhere their whole life
1: yeah I think um one of the biggest things is I definitely learned so much about myself like throughout my childhood just meet like being in completely different worlds and meeting completely different people Mm -hmm. you kind of learn to like look at yourself in a different way and like I even now like I feel like I'm definitely grateful for the perspective it's given me just on the world as a whole, like with certain, just like in school, kind of being able to recognize the things that you're talking about in class, you know, like when I can be like, oh, I've been to the Great Wall of China. Like, oh, I've been to that country. I saw this, you know, like I've seen that mountain in person. Like that was really cool being able to relate all of that. Um, And I also think just like, having kind of like sympathy for the world as a whole like being able to really understand that like these things truly are happening somewhere Mm -hmm. because I think that if I had never you know left my country it would I feel like it would be so hard to grasp that idea yeah like people are actually living a completely different life like I don't know if I would be able to like fully wrap my head around that the way that I can now
0: no I think that's a really good point because I think it's hard when you have spent maybe your whole life in one place it does kind of you do get stuck in a little bit of a bubble and kind of like what you're saying about London Um, but just any place like I think if you spend your whole life there you kind of think this is it and this is what maybe everyone's experiencing like you can see things on the news and you can see things on social media but like you said I think to really go out on a plane go somewhere else see it with your own eyes or experience that kind of being away from home I think it really does change the person you become and I think it opens your mind up and I think it makes it I, I don't know correct me if I'm wrong but like almost easier to build relationships with people because I think you're almost slightly more kind of understanding of maybe where they're coming from and um, like have you found you've been able to kind of like you have you must have some pretty interesting friendships like have you stayed in touch with people or not really because you're still quite young I guess
1: yeah, definitely. I mean, with, like, our whole kind of, like, rowing friend yes, group, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. like, we've definitely all stayed in touch. Um, with my friends in Beijing, it's kind of weird because their social media doesn't cross borders. Oh, Like, they okay, don't have yeah. Instagram. I mean, you can use, like, a VPN, but a lot of my friends weren't as active on social media mm-hmm. there, so it was kind of hard to stay in touch with them, but I've definitely talked to a few of them. Um, but you know, they're, like, all over the place yeah. now. Like, so many different places and that's like kind of a, a blessing because I feel like if I were to go somewhere like there's so many countries where I would know someone
0: mm-hmm. um that's really I'm fun all... no no, no <laughs> that's that was like perfect that's kind of what I was just like I think no I think it's cool like one thing that I love is like I don't know if you ever do this but like going on like snap maps like that's... you're supposed to be pretty cool you must have people all over the world <laughs>
1: all over the place and the other thing too is like with my friendships here like being in college it's honestly like the best part about it is that it's such a good conversation starter yes
0: yeah 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 when you, talk,
1: when you tell someone that you're from somewhere else they'll start telling you about every place they've been you start telling them about every place you've been and you can like relate about different stuff like have you've been to the same place Yeah, like it's just an awesome conversation starter like sometimes I just kind of bring it it's like in my little toolbox you know
0: <laughs> no I love that and so that's perfect. Cause I'd love to fast forward to kind of what your life is like now. Um, I'd love to talk a little bit about kind of adulting a little bit. Like what's it been like kind of moving out of your, your family home? Um, I remember back at yeah, two years ago, or when we were in in Brighton, the last time we kind of saw each other, you were just planning and moving into your first house with people. And I know that was got kind of crazy, but um, I, yeah, I remember you're planning to live with some roommates and you were moving out of home so what's it kind of we can either talk about that experience or where you're living now but what's it just been like yeah being feeling like an adult and that independence like you said like I feel like you've always been kind of independent um and I even remember that but yeah what's it been like college and tell us yeah tell us a little bit about your life what are you up to
1: So I left, I graduated in 2019, and I moved to Wilmington. I was going to community college here, Mm -hmm. so I I didn't kind of do the typical, like, American college experience of living in a dorm your first year, because I wasn't in a school that had dorms, but um, I was going to Cape Fear in Wilmington, and it's like, just down the road from UNCW so all my roommates went to UNCW mm-hmm. when I first moved here um and I really loved it like I just really enjoyed kind of being on my own schedule like going to the grocery store yeah. like having house making my own food I just like just like, the simple like freedoms of it I think I really enjoyed and like really got um acquainted with quickly just because I think I was like really ready for it at the time mm-hmm. um but yeah, I love Wilmington. You know, it's like, it's such a beautiful place. We're so close to the ocean. It's like, how could you not be happy living somewhere like this, you know? Yeah.
0: And so do you like, are you more of a kind of the ocean kind of life more than the city city girl, do you think? Or do you think you kind of have a love for both? Because again, they're so different. Yeah.
1: I don't know. It's like, I feel like a lot in the city, like my, my parents will even kind of say this, is that you go back and like, you see people that, are you know like they were your neighbors and you see them still passing the bus stop at the same time
0: yeah
1: like I think there's in cities there's this big kind of like culture of working to live
0: and it's a routine it's very routine based yeah Yeah.
1: and when you live somewhere just like just so beautiful I feel like people just naturally are more like you know just like living in the moment it sounds so like cliche but like yeah yeah. Like even when you travel somewhere so beautiful and, and you're seeing like all the, these beautiful landscapes that are so different, you kind of just like gain this appreciation for like, oh my gosh, like I'm living on a planet. Like you're, you're just like wanting to soak it in more every day. And I think that that's kind of the main difference is like, it, it's just so easy here to be reminded of like, just like, you're literally like a living your life and mm-hmm. some are so pretty and it's so easy to be reminded of that
0: yeah I like that I like that a lot so you're now living in a house with some roommates is that kind of your situation
1: yeah my little room oh, that's very I have cute. three roommates really? um they're all awesome yeah
0: that's really fun so you have have you finished are you on summer break right now like have you finished school or not yes
1: I finished let's see what day is today May 19th so I think I finished on May
0: 6th oh wow okay so that's fun so so you've, you've made a decision and you brought it up to me a little bit over Snapchat. And so I'd love to ask you some questions about it, but you've decided to to pack things up and you're, you're hoping to go backpacking a little bit and go traveling. I'd love to know kind of where did this idea come from? And I mean, you've been traveling your whole life and now you're just going to keep traveling. Like, I, I love it. Let's <laughs> like, t- tell me a little bit of kind of your thought process and what's made you kind of decide that this is, yeah, you want to go traveling.
1: I think it definitely has a lot to do with COVID. Like, if COVID did happen, I don't know if I would be, you know, so easily just, like, dropping everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I was talking about this with, like, my boyfriend the other day about how COVID just kind of proved, like – how easily all of your expectations can just be dismantled, like how mm-hmm. all of your plans can just kind of turn to dust and be so pointless. And like how even like just the whole structure of our society can just like cripple in a second. Mm-hmm. And I think like experiencing school during that time too, I really started to think like, because it was like school with all like the fun parts ripped away from it. And I kind of started to feel like, huh, like, is this really what I want to be studying right now? Like, am I really, I wasn't really valuing my time that I was spending, like doing my schoolwork in my classes. I didn't really feel like, and I felt like because of that, I wasn't really valuing the information. You know, I wasn't taking notes. Like I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was performing as well as I could. And that's just not fulfilling. Like it's really not fulfilling to spend your time like that. And so I was kind of, started having, Um, second thoughts recently about the major that I'm doing. I'm an international business major Mm -hmm, right now. mm -hmm. Um, and I think this semester, like even just this past year as a whole, I just really wasn't enjoying it. And I didn't really feel like I could subscribe myself right now to doing like six more months of that. Like, I just didn't see that being the right decision for me. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of, you know, like looking into my options. What could I do? I was considering going back to England to work there and just like kind of living with a friend um, and then I saw that Sophia Hunt Davis yes, yeah. in uh, Costa Rica mm-hmm. and my boyfriend's older sister had just come back from there and she like absolutely loved it mm-hmm. and so I asked her I asked Sophia like what what she was doing down there and she kind of gave me all this information mm-hmm. and so I signed up for a volunteer program mm-hmm. for three weeks in Costa Rica and then when I told Brittany about it who's my boyfriend's older sister mm-hmm. she was like wait I want to do that, mm-hmm. and now she's coming with me, and we're gonna go backpacking after the three weeks, and hopefully see a lot of, let's like Central America, South America, Mexico. We've planned out three countries so far. That's so, so a lot of planning to do. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's so fun, and I I liked what you were saying at the beginning of kind of like taking this time to be like, I'm not really enjoying what I'm doing now. I don't really see much value in it. So why am I gonna keep doing it? Like let's let's switch things up. I think that's really important to do in life in general because I think sometimes you can get stuck in like a routine of like just being like okay this is what I'm doing so I'm just going to keep doing it I feel like people and once you feel like like comfortable you almost get like comfortable and you almost need like a wake-up call and I mean COVID was a massive wake-up call I feel like for a lot of people um and just kind of being like okay like what do I yeah what do I want to do is this actually what I'm enjoying and I feel like you're going to learn so much from Oh, you're gonna see so many cool things. Is there a place that you're like most looking forward to? That's
1: really crazy. Um, I'm really excited to see Machu Picchu. Like I don't know, it's I I think I like randomly decided in like middle school that I was just gonna see Machu Picchu and like me and my friend for some reason were just obsessed with like we like put it on our bucket list, like we're going to Machu Picchu. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, holy crap, this is like a full circle moment. Like I'm actually going to Machu Picchu and it's not a joke. Like that's crazy. and I'm I'm really excited about that just because it's like it's something that I've been thinking about for so long. And I've never really been to this part of the world. So I'm, I'm really just excited, like, in general, to see everything. Just kind of, like, learn about the culture there. Like, see how life is different there. Because mm-hmm. I've really never been anywhere, you know, like, south of the U.S.
0: Yeah. So how long is that? Three. Like, do you know how long you're going to be gone for? you are you just going to take it day by day, week by week?
1: <laughs> okay, well, right now I'm leaving on August 7th. And oh I'm God. hoping to like be able to keep traveling until Christmas.
0: That's gonna be so. But it's fun.
1: kind of like budget dependent. Yeah. So no, it's, of course. Right. Yeah. If I'm smart with my money, we'll see how far we make it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then you'll be home for Christmas. Oh, that will be so fun. I That's know.
1: Fun. I, I I'm really looking forward to it. So.
0: That's fun. So I have I have one more final question, and I ask all my guests this at the end of the podcast, and you can take your time um, to think about your answer, but. I love asking my guests what they want to be remembered for. Now, this can be something as small as I want to be remembered for being really, really kind, or maybe you want to be remembered for something more specific, like maybe you want to be remembered for being someone that traveled and, you know, saw a bunch of places. Is there something that, yeah, that you specifically want to be remembered for? Take your time. Or maybe you have an answer right away, but yeah.
1: Um, That's funny. Like, I was, I feel like I was just thinking about this the other day because someone asked, we were talking about like the meaning of life. Oh, yeah. that question like when people are like what's the meaning of life because I'm like life has the meaning that you give it like Mm -hmm. why are you going to spend the time thinking like what's the point of me being here when you can just figure it out for yourself and so I think that the main thing I want to be remembered for is probably just like living every day of my life with purpose and not wasting it Mm -hmm. and that's something that I really try to do um recently I've been kind of lazy so (laughs) now now that that I'm saying it out loud I feel kind of guilty about it but I think that I want to be able to say that like you know if I were to die tomorrow god forbid Mm -hmm. that I wouldn't regret the way that i live my life mm-hmm. you know that mm-hmm. i would feel like i took the chances that i could take like i sought out these opportunities and i did everything i could do to like be happy while i had the time mm-hmm. and you know like there everyone has bad days like i'm you know i'm not like a stellar example but i just think that like even even if you just spend all day like sitting in your bed like it's, it's really about the mindset that you take to everything you know mm-hmm. it's like it's okay to relax sometimes it's okay to not be doing anything but I really want to be able to like look back and think I'm so happy about like the decisions that I made for myself
0: no I think that's so important and I think I mean I'm working on that as well like it's being able to just find that balance of like yeah okay I want to be productive today but maybe today I also just want to not do anything and that's okay and just having that kind of balanced, very like, I don't know, intuitive lifestyle. Like, no, I love that. I think that's, I I love that. Well, (laughs) thank you so much for being on this episode, for being on the podcast. I've loved it. And I hope the people listening learned something and maybe are feeling inspired to go traveling because now I really want to go traveling like I'd love
1: me we can do a podcast in in person oh
0: (laughs) no I no, I really do want to go traveling now I'm someone that like I really want to go to like back to like I don't know Paris or even like I really want to go to like Australia or New Zealand I don't know why yes, for some reason it, yeah oh my
1: gosh the person who, a so Brittany who I'm traveling with she studied abroad in New Zealand oh, wow, um yeah. like right before it, and it got cut short wow. and she absolutely loved it
0: yeah. like
1: have to go like listening to her talk about it makes me want to go so bad yeah I remember you talking about going to London
0: yes oh I I personally would love to go back to London for a bit um I think because like I moved this is going completely off topic but com- <laughs> because I um I moved away from the UK like at a lot like a very young age so though we go back most summers I do kind of want to go back and like live a little bit more there like experience life there a little bit more. Um,
1: Familiarize yourself. yeah.
0: Yeah and I love it always going back it's always a fun time but I'm also not sure like oh maybe it's a fun time because like you're going back and it's like Holiday? Do you know what I mean? Like you kind of you
1: have a community there. I think that's such a great gift. Like you have a community in another part of the world. Not everyone Mm -hmm. has that. Like to be able to travel to a different country and like people that you know and stay with people that you know. Like that's something that will always be there.
0: And it's so helpful. It's so helpful knowing people in other countries is is very such a
1: blessing. It really is.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for being on this episode, and thank you to the listeners. I will see you in a future Monday for another episode. Bye. Thank you for having me.